everyone, and welcome back to Maya's Reviews, a book podcast and blog where I review all types of novels. I'm Maya, and thank you for joining me for another book review. So, before getting started today, I just wanted to talk about my plans for the upcoming weeks. Uh, Next week, there will actually be two episodes. I will be reviewing Winterset Hollow by Jonathan Durham, I believe. Um, And my interview with Carly Heath will be uploaded. So, I'm very excited about next week. Um, And then Thanksgiving week, I'm actually going to take a break from blogging and podcasting, um, so there will be nothing for Thanksgiving week, as I really want to spend my time with my family that week, so thank you for understanding that. Um, I hope all of you are having an amazing day so far. Uh, My review was very late last night, uh, since I've been busy the past week, so I didn't even finish uh, the book I'm reviewing today till last night, um, but it was a really good book, and I'm really excited to talk about it today, um, so let's just get into it. Today, I will be reviewing Lies and Bone by Natalie Simon. to Boyle and Dalton and Natalie Simons for providing me with a copy of this novel in exchange for an honest review. There are some content warnings for this book, and just a disclaimer, there are some graphic and disturbing scenes in the novel, so please educate yourself on the content warnings in this novel before reading, as I may miss some. In this novel, there is death, murder, kidnapping, pedophilia, alcoholism, mental illness, self-harm, an eating disorder, attempted drowning, homophobia, homophobic slurs, racism, sexual harassment, sexual assault, and violence. Like I said, I may or may not have missed some, um, so please educate yourself on the content warnings for this novel before reading, since there are a lot of dark themes. Overall, I rated Lies and Bone 5 out of 5 stars. Everything from the plot, setting, characters, writing, and memorability were 5 out of 5 stars. Lies and Bone is a curiosity-inducing novel that examines the fragility of humanity and truth through the lens of a teen in the 80s. Full of family secrets, lies, and discoveries, Natalie Simon's thrilling novel took me on an electrifying ride with its vulnerable and realistic characters. Lies and Bone was published on September 6, 2021 by Boyle and Dalton. It is not a part of a series and is 402 pages long. It is a fiction, adult, or young adult, coming-of-age, mystery, romance, suspense, and thriller novel with LGBTQ representation. The book's description, told by a tart-tongued young woman with a love of Bruce Springsteen, Lies and Bone is at once a mystery and coming-of-age tale fueled by dark secrets involving love, murder, and the truths worth lying for. 
On Halloween 1963, 11-year-old Chuck Coolidge and his brother Danny are lost in a toxic smog covering the steel town of Slippery Elm, Pennsylvania. When the smog lifts, half the town is sick and 20 people are dead, and Danny is missing. Now, over 20 years later, Chuck's teenage daughter Frank plots to escape from this busted and disgusted town. When a murdered child is found in the river, investigators link the crime to the disappearance of Danny in 63, and Frank's life is turned upside down. In the face of her worst fears, she must uncover her family's dark past if she wants to keep her sister Boots from the hands of the state. Led to discover the unimaginable truth about Danny's disappearance, Lies and Bone culminates in a shocking 11th hour reveal and an emotionally charged finale. Lies and Bone boasts a large cast of realistic and complex characters who are utterly human. I felt a really deep connection to many of the characters, especially Frank, the main character whose story Lies and Bone tells. Francis, or Frank Coolidge, is a fiery, determined, and responsible teen whose family is anything but functional. She's the best big sister who's always looking out for her little sister Boots. And I think Boots' real name is Megan, but whatever, her name's Boots. Um, Frank's entire life is thrown upside down when her family moves to Slippery Elm to take care of her grandmother. Frank meets her best friend Ray, the taboo gay kid, in a small town and begins to adjust to her future in a dreary small town in a house full of secrets. Frank learns things she never knew about her family, specifically that she has a missing uncle, Danny. Her dad, Chuck, apparently neglected to tell her that on Halloween 1963, his little brother went missing and his own mother thought that he was responsible. Frank begins her own investigation into the family secrets that her grandmother and father refuse to discuss. She refuses to give up until the very end. She is determined to solve a 20 plus year old cold case because it's just too personal. One of my favorite characters, Ray, is Frank's best friend. I loved the realistic inclusion of a gay and POC character and the criticism of homophobia. Ray is a relief in the continual darkness of a small town in the 80s that is wrapped up in murders and disappearances. Frank's mysterious and seriously messed up father, Chuck Coolidge, is a bundle of good and bad. I have very mixed feelings about him, just as Frank does. To be honest, Frank, the 16-year-old, is more responsible than her father and takes care of Boots more and really just... She, she's the father to Boots. She's Boots' parents. Um, because Elma, their mother, uh, kind of dipped when they were younger. Um, and so that's also a huge part of this novel is um, Frank coming to terms and understanding her mom, Elma. Um, but to give Chuck some grace, he was looked upon as the murderer of two young boys at a young age, one of the boys being his own little brother. So I can see how he might be a little messed up and not gonna lie, his mom is a horrible person. So I can see why he's a little like he is, but uh, still some of his actions, some of his decisions are 
questionable at best, and some are just downright wrong. Um, and so I have very mixed feelings about him, um, just like Frank does. So, and now while I may love Ray, I love Boots a whole lot more. She is the most adorable character who's just so long for the crazy and disturbing ride. And I really felt so sorry for Boots as she's a young child experiencing the horrendous events in this novel. Um, and it's really not a situation you want to grow up with and Boots is kind of just thrust into the situation. Um, so I felt, and Frank too is, but at least Frank is a little bit older, you know, uh, it's the only saving grace here. Um, but still, I felt so bad for Boots and she was one of my favorite characters besides Ray, because I love Ray. <laughs> um, one of the aspects I most admire about this book's characters is the growth all of them undergo. I was able to watch Frank and Boots grow up and adapt amidst the chaos. This novel takes you through a time warp, essentially, so it starts in the late 80s, I believe, I think like 87, maybe, um, with Frank's story. Uh, it takes you through the 90s, and then eventually get to to the 2000s and see how Frank and Boots have um, grown and lived their lives after all of this craziness that they had to endure. Um, and I really, really love that because I hate not knowing what happens to characters after. Um, so I was really, really happy about that. On to the writing and setting. The novel was full of fast-paced and slower-paced sections that balanced out perfectly and created a thrilling adventure. It was dark, twisted, terrifying, and disturbing. I loved reading about the dark corners of the small town of Slippery Elms during the late 80s. The writing style was just mystifying and uh, intrigued me from the very start. Um, because it leaves so many clues and it leaves so many mysteries and I really, really loved it. The novel takes place in the 80s and then in the 90s and then very briefly in the 60s and 2000s. Um, and I love, love, love media set in the 70s and 80s uh so i loved i love this and it's a mystery too so like how much better can you get um <laughs> um but the novel takes place in this decrepit small town of slippery elms and a bunch of other towns nearby but slippery elms is the weird little town that has a history of child disappearances and murders that were never solved the atmosphere was chilling and sinister, which added even more suspense to the story, and um, I loved it. Um, I felt like, especially since the leaves are at my house are, um, you know, changing color, I felt like I was in this spooky 80s town with Frank, and I really, really loved being just sucked into the story uh, by the twisted atmosphere. It was really great. Finally, onto the plot. So, there were so many twists and turns and up and downs throughout Lies and Bone that I was so 
I was like I was shaking with anticipation like I desperately wanted to know what happened next um I think like a few times I was reading this book and it fell into my face because I like fell asleep um <laughs> but discovering answers to the questions just burning in my mind was satisfying yet torturous since more mysteries were introduced along the way and Natalie Simons does a great job of drawing the mystery out so you think you kind of know but then it's like oh no I really don't um I loved the just drawn out mystery throughout this novel it was excellent and I loved it. The novel kind of starts with uh, the 60s where uh, Danny goes missing and then it goes, it flashes to the 80s where we first meet Frank and a grown-up Chuck um, and Boots, adorable little Boots. Um, oops, <laughs> I just bumped into uh, my desk. Um, and Frank kind of describes the moment her life began to just plummet into complete darkness as the ominous move to Slippery Elms to take care of her grandmother, Ruth, who Ruth is, I didn't mention her in the characters because I would just tear her apart, but Ruth is, like, I can't say the word I'm here, but she's horrible. I hate her. Um, <laughs> um, but the start of the novel just builds up like you, you you know something is coming but you don't know what and it just builds up deliciously to this apogee full of thrills and I probably did not say that word right because I can't pronounce things but you know screw it um and it just and then it just gets super crazy and there's murder and disappearances, family secrets, town secrets, crooked characters and shady events. And it's just all so anxiety inducing, but it's a good anxiety. Um, and, you know, I don't want to say much about specific events in the novel as like every little discovery was a magnificent discovery for me. And I don't want to ruin that experience for anyone else um, because... I loved even the tiniest little things. I'm like, oh my gosh, that connects. Um, I don't want to ruin that for anyone. So uh, just know that Frank moves to Slippery Elms and crap happens and uh, everything goes to hell and everything gets nutso. Um, her family is just torn apart by uh, rumors and secrets and... Uh, accusations and there's so much that goes on but it all perfectly just twines together at the end um and it was just so so good i have to say that lies and bone is one of the most thrilling novels i have read in a long time and it's definitely one of my favorite books uh it was perfect in many aspects and kept me intrigued until the very end and like I said, the characters were excellent. The writing just sucks you in. Um, the atmosphere, the setting is just perfect. Every little thing just is so cohesive um, that it, I, the mystery in this novel is immaculate and uh, perfectly written. So I love this novel. 
I got a little nervous there at the end because it seemed there were only like a hundred pages left and like one of the major big questions like where is Danny wasn't answered and I was like hey uh when, when are we gonna get to that are we gonna find out the answer or am I gonna have to be all philosophical and be like well that's just how life happens sometimes sometimes you don't find people and Frank just has to deal with it so I don't have it that bad because these are fictional characters and you know I was a little worried I was gonna have to just process that in my mind and be like I just gotta live with never finding out but I found out and I'm so happy <laughs> um truly I think this novel is one of the best mysteries and thrillers I have read in a long long time um I, th I think it was just that it was set in the 80s that really pushed it over the edge for me. Because, like, I uh, I love Stranger Things and I love, like, the um, Hardy Boys series that's out on Hulu. Like, I love those series. So this was just a book version, just minus the Dem Demogorgons and, like, weird tall people. Um, <laughs> the weird tall people is from Hardy Boys, not from Stranger Things, just to clarify. Um, but I love this novel, and it's just the perfect mixture of all of my favorite things that I love in a mystery novel, and especially one set in the 80s. Like, I loved, um, I loved reading it, I loved experiencing it, and I'm so glad I got to review it for you guys. Um, I really really recommend this novel um it was so unbelievably good and I really hope Natalie Simons writes more um because I will read all of her books I desperately want to so <laughs> um I think that is it for my review of Lies in Bone by Natalie Simons I hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, please check out my blog, Maya's Reviews, at mayagreviews.wordpress.com. You can also find me at Maya the Bookworm on Twitter, Goodreads, BookBub, and Book Sirens. I'm also on Tumblr at Maya Reviews. If you want me to review your book or want to come on the podcast to discuss a novel, Maybe even just reach out to me. You can email me at mayagbookreviews at gmail.com. I do ask that if you are reaching out in regards to a review request, interview, collab, blog tour, or anything publicity related, that you check out my publicity request page on my blog first and then email me. Thank you so much for listening and happy reading.